Welcome to Choice Classic Radio, where we bring to you the greatest old-time radio shows. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and thank you for donating at choiceclassicradio.com. again, your neighborhood blue coal dealer brings you the thrilling adventures of The Shadow, the hard and relentless fight of one man against the forces of evil. These dramatizations are designed to demonstrate forcefully to old and young alike that crime does not pay. Friends, there has been no interruption in the mining of blue coal. Every working day, the blue coal mines are producing at full capacity. Yes, householders can fill their bins with blue coal this spring and be sure of the same steady, healthful warmth next winter they have enjoyed this year. Because of the shortage of other fuels, the demand for hard coal has greatly increased. And for your safety and comfort next winter, we want to make this suggestion. Place your order this spring, the sooner the better, for the coal you will need next winter. Don't take a chance. Call the nearest blue coal dealer tomorrow and ask him to schedule your spring delivery of blue coal. America's finest hard coal. The Shadow, who aids the forces of law and order, is in reality Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. Years ago in the Orient, Cranston learned a strange and mysterious secret. The hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's drama, The Ghost That Gleams. is situated along a lonely strip of sandy beach. Even inside the cottage, you can hear the distant boom of the waves and the low moan of the wind along the dunes. Max, shut the door. Huh? Shut the door. It's cold in the house. All right. It's dark on the dunes and on the ocean. Why are you standing at the door? To find out. To find out what? If he comes by land or by sea. Stop it. (laughs) Max, stop it. Sorry. I'm not being very considerate, I know. Darling, don't. But it's become a little wearing, my own particular private ghost. Just your nerves. No, no, my dear, not my nerves. A tall ghost who stoops a little. A ghost in shapeless, colorless clothes. A ghost whose face gleams. Max, darling. I don't think I can stand it much longer. The limits. You have to sleep sometimes, and I don't dare sleep. It's imagination. There are no such things as ghosts. This, my love, is my ghost. It's a very special thing between us. We don't care to let others in on our little friendship. Oh, I don't like to hear you talk like that. I don't like to hear myself. 
Maybe. Maybe it's just because I'm tired. Maybe it's really nothing. I am tired. Let's go to sleep, Max. All right. You'll go to sleep. I'll get things ready. Max, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't. Lucia. Lucia. What is it, dear? Uh, Nothing. Max, there's nothing at the window. Where's the eyes of his dead face gleaming? His dead face? There's nothing. Nobody at the window. What? There's nobody at the window, darling. Nobody at all. It's been going on now for weeks, Mr. Cranston. I can't take it anymore. It must be a disturbing experience, Mr. Hill. I've been to the police. They were polite, but I got nothing out of them. I wonder if... If I've been to a doctor, a psychiatrist? Yes, Miss Lane, they find nothing wrong. I'm not insane. I wish I could help you. You've got to help me. Look, I've heard about you. Many things. That's why I came here. I need help, and I know of no one to whom I can turn. What is our schedule like, Margot? If we were twins, we couldn't take care of more than half of them. I know how busy you must be, Mr. Cranston. Now, can you realize how desperate I am? Margot. Yes? Get some things together. We're going down to Oceanside tonight. Oceanside? Mr. Hale has a cottage there with his wife. He can put us up for a while. All right. Anything special I should take with me? I mean... Yes, Miss Lane. Something special. I can trap a I can see your place now. It's isolated, isn't it? I've always preferred to be alone with Lucia, of course. Now, I don't know. Cottage is right near the water's edge. Nothing near but miles of sand dunes. It must be lonely. It is sometimes, this way. Uh, a cottage. Is that your wife playing? Yes. Lucia! Lucia! Darling. Oh, Company. Uh, Lamont Cranston, Margot Lane, my wife. How do you do? How do you do? I'm so glad you came. I, I love the sea, but it gets a bit lonely. Max never spoke of you. Uh, they're, they're very old friends, Lucia. And they were kind enough to come along with me. I ran into them in the city. Oh, you should go to the city more often. Max, look after Mr. Cranston. Margot, may I show you your room? Thank you. Your wife's very charming. She's stuck to me faithfully through all this, but but he's never seen him. The ghost? He's never seen him, and yet he gleams like a beacon of the dam. Easy now. We'll try to make sense out of the thing, whatever it is. But suppose it doesn't make sense. Suppose I'm supposing. You've managed to pull yourself together a bit on the train. But I'm back or he comes for me. Where? <laughs> what was... The woman screaming back of the house. Come along. Turn down the hall. Margo! Kill him, <laughs> What happened, Lucia? <laughs> I'm sorry, but maybe my nerves aren't as strong as I thought. You better not talk. Come on, come here. The closet. All right, what is it? Hale was showing me the room. He opened the closet and that fell across her face. Uh, Clump of fumes. Where? Must have been a horrible feeling, Lamont. That wet, 
clammy stuff across his face. I don't blame her for screaming. No, but it doesn't make a good beginning. Debunking a ghost. Because what, Lamont? Because a clump of wet seaweed is one of the oldest marks. Things that walk by night. Every time before it he appears, sand rattles against the window. Little spurts of sand as though ghostly hands were throwing it. Might be the wind. Yes, might, except that it's happened on still nights. Nights when there was no wind. Where did you live before you came here? Many places. For a little while. Then we'd move on. Was there ever anything in your life connected with the sea? With the sea? No, never. Well, nothing's happening tonight. No. It's um, quite late. Margot must be tired and your wife. All right, we'll go to bed then. Perhaps tonight I'll be able to sleep. Lucia? Yes, darling? Our guests are tired. Oh, of course. Time for bed. Weather's blowing up a bit. Often does at this hour. Something to do with tides or... It'll make me all the happier for being indoors. Well, shall we? I'll take it to your room, Margo. Thank you, sir. Good night, Mrs. Hale. Mr. Hale. Good night. Good night. Good night. I know. Well, your room, madame. Wind's bad tonight. And the waves like distant cannon fire. Listen. They sound like waves to me. Good night, darling. Good night, Lamont. Lamont. Yes, Mark. If there were ghosts, this would be such a good place for them to walk, wouldn't it? For such a long time. Lucia, how did that seaweed get into the closet? I don't know. Somebody must have accidentally... Accidentally? Somebody? Who? Max, there's a very simple explanation. There must be. Must be. Sounds like a bird, maybe. Birds don't whistle like that. I... It's nothing. It... It must be nothing. We both hear it. Someone at the door. Uh, Someone's solid enough to knock. I'll see who it is. Shall I? No. I'm not afraid of anything that can knock on a door. We should go to sleep. All right. That whistle. It reminds me of something. Something. Who? Hello, Nick. Hello. Who are you? Whitson, wild outside. Would be warmer inside me. Sorry. Come in. Thank you. You know me. Look but again, I... Max. In so many years. A man doesn't grow younger, he grows older. And I've grown older. Oh. That's right, Max. What do you want, Paula? 
You've done well, Max. No, we are between. Very well. I inquired before I sought you out here. What if I have? Don't misunderstand me, Max. I'm delighted. Terribly delighted, Max. Thank you. Because if you hadn't done so well, Max, you wouldn't have such a nice fire. So charming and well-built a home. If you hadn't done so well, Max, you wouldn't be able to take care of old Paulie. Take care of you? That's right, Max. I need taking care of. I'm old. I need money. Paulie, if you think I'm I going know to... you're going to, Max. But old times, see. You're calling yourself here now, aren't you? That's right. Instead of... Shut up! Mustn't mention it, please. Paulie, listen. Oh, I'll look after you. I knew you would, Max. I can't very well do anything tonight, though. I have a room in town. Good. I'll see you there in the morning. Not too early, Max. Hmm? Because you'll have to stop off at your bank. Won't you? Yes, I will. 49 Beach Road, Max. Don't forget. I won't. 49 Beach Road. Good night. Good night. And happy dreams. a minute. Friends, right now is the time to make plans for a warm home next winter. Because of the shortage of other fuels, the demand for hard coal has greatly increased. And that is why it is important now for you to place your order for blue coal. Yes, to be sure of a warm, comfortable home next winter, order your supply of blue coal now and fill your bin to the brim. The fact that you can store coal in large quantities is one of the big advantages over other fuels. When you've got a supply of blue coal in your bin, you've got a real treasure chest in your basement. No matter what happens next winter, you'll be safe and warm and enjoy the steadier, more healthful heat that only blue coal gives. So, don't be one of the shivering thousands next winter. Take advantage of a summer delivery and enjoy guaranteed heat no matter what happens next winter. Get this security now. Phone the nearest blue coal dealer tomorrow. Tell him you want your delivery of blue coal during the summer months. And ask him about easy budget terms. You'll find him listed in the yellow classified section of your telephone directory under the word Blue Coal. Now, back to the shadow. Margot and Lamont are staying at the seaside cottage of Max and Lucia Hale. Cranston has consented to investigate a strange apparition, which Hale claims he sees. It's almost midnight, when suddenly there's a scream of pain and terror. They rush out into the night across the sand dunes to investigate. 
green came from this direction, I think, Margaret. So dark. Shifting sands could bury anything or anyone. Not over there. Yes. Looks like like an arm sticking out of the sand. I'll see. You better not look, darling. It is an arm. Bobby's underneath the sand. Oh. Do you think there's any connection between him and Matt? I don't know. Max is very reticent about his past. But this man couldn't be the ghost, could he? It's unlikely. Max described a tall ghost. Maybe there's something Max hasn't told us. I felt that too, but... We'll have to get Paulie to the police. Then I think Max is going to receive a visit from the shadow. and get some sleep, darling. All right. My eyes are so tired. And I'm cold. wonder if ghosts get cold. Well, here we are. Lamont? Yes, Margot. Very cold, Margot. Oh, I'll put the heat on. There. It's only a little electric heater, but out here we can't be particular. I like it out here, except for... for... I think we should all go to bed. That's a very good idea. Yes, let's... Wait. Listen. That's the sound he always makes before him. Come on, look. At the window. Dark, but you can see a face. A gleaming face. Gleaming. Outlines of the shoulders and body. I'm going to... Max, the gun! I'm going to see how much of a ghost he is! I fired at him. I couldn't have missed, and yet he's still there. I hit him. 
He's gone. Lamont? He ducked into the dunes. It would be impossible unless you had a regiment. Something you catch something at last at bullets. Mr. Cranston, I'm going out of my mind if this doesn't stop. i got to get away from you here. You can't escape by running, Max. You've got to stay here. And, and what? And confront your ghost. But... You'll confront it, Max. You have my word for it. You'll confront your ghost tonight. <laughs> Going mad. You're not going mad. 
Max, put that sedative down. Drink it. You've got to. You drink that sedative, you'll die, Max. I don't understand. She's got to poison you to kill you. Because the game's out of her hand. What game? The game of driving you mad so that she and her confederate can take your money. Her confederate? Yes. The same one she had years ago in Indochina. Uh, Mr. Stephen Osgood. But he's dead. No, he's very much alive with his hands tied in the next room. But I killed him. You shot at him, but you didn't kill him. Your gun was loaded with blanks. Right, Mrs. Hale? I... I didn't know anything about it. You I... stayed behind when your husband fled the Orient, Lucia. You and your friend Oscar took his fortune. Then you rejoined Max when he became prosperous in this country under another name. A lie. Oh, lie. No, Mrs. Hale, it's the truth. And for that truth, you're going to hang. Hang? As accessory to murder. The murder of Mr. Pawley, who sought to blackmail your husband. The murder of Pawley by your ghostly confederate, Stephen Osgood. <laughs> I can't. Take Max, get that glass from her. No, no, you don't. I've got it. That would have been an easy way, Mrs. Hale. But there is no easy way for those who kill. <laughs> You're wonderful, Lamont. And terrible. Sounds as if you've covered the situation pretty thoroughly. Well, whatever made you realize the ghost wasn't really a ghost, it was Osgood. You remember when Max shot at the ghost? Mm-hmm. He shot at the ghost through the window. The ghost's face was on the other side of the closed window, you remember? Yes. Well, bullet might pass through a ghost without damaging him, but it couldn't pass through a window without smashing it. Therefore? Max didn't have bullets in his gun, but black. Right. Well, Lamont, how did Osgood bleed Pinch of luminous paint, very simple. And very convenient if you want to be seen in the dark. Of course. What was all that about the heater? Oh, Lucia turned the electric heater off and on whenever the coast was clear. But how could that be a signal? Have you ever noticed that when you turn any powerful electrical appliance on, that the lights in the house will momentarily dim down? Yes, of course. You could use the heater because you'd never think of it as something visual. You think I'm wonderful and terrible? Well, we'll settle for a half, eh? The first half. And now let me present Blue Coal's distinguished heating authority... John Barclay. Thank you, Andre Baruch, and good evening, friends. It's not too early to plan the spring checkup and cleanup of your furnace, and to make arrangements with your blue coal dealer to have that essential job done. Yes, it's essential to good heating and operation that will save you money next winter, and to prevent costly rust damage while your furnace is idle this summer. Blue coal dealers have specially trained men and special equipment to do a quick thorough, dust-free, and inexpensive job of cleaning your furnace. They can also make the minor repairs necessary. Your blue coal dealer will receive many calls to clean and repair furnaces. So it would be wise to call him now and make sure that he'll be able to fit your job into his schedule. Better make a note right now to call the nearest blue coal dealer tomorrow. I thank you.
This story is copyrighted by Street and Smith Publications, Incorporated. The characters, names, places, and plots are fictitious. Any similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. Again next week, the shadow will demonstrate that the weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Crime does not pay. The shadow knows. <laughs> Next week, same time, same station, your friendly blue coal dealer brings you another strange and thrilling adventure in the shadow's daring battle against the forces of evil. The Shadow is presented by the DL&W Coal Company, distributors of blue coal. Lamont Cranston is played by Brett Morrison. Margot by Grace Matthews. Your announcer is Andre Barouche. Remember, it's blue coal for finest heating service. It's blue coal for finest modern equipment. It's blue coal for the best home heat money can buy. Mm-hmm.